Good morning, people. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a diagnosis that I've had, and I wanted to kind of share it because uh, it's a big part of my journey going forward. And I'm going to tell you a bit more about what I'm going to do about it and what I'm going to be trying. Let's get into it. Okay, guys, I can't actually remember if I've talked about this before. But I have gone and got an ADHD diagnosis. So one of the things that uh, happened to me early on in my life is I was diagnosed with dyslexia. And I kind of had a different experience because it was as a child. It's not an experience I remember very well. But with ADHD, I had kind of had a few people talk to me about it over the years. Um, and I'd kind of just pretended it didn't exist which I think is very common you know if you know someone who's dyslexic people people with dyslexia or ADHD a lot of people naturally would just hide away from it and pretend it doesn't exist and I was one of them when it came to ADHD you know it's hard enough sometimes to integrate dyslexia into your life let alone finding out you've got a whole new bunch of fun and exciting challenges that have always been there but you've now got a brand new label for them. Exciting. And it's not really, it doesn't feel like an empowering label. And again, it's another label which isn't very well understood. If we look at dyslexia, people think it's just reading and writing, and it really isn't, as you would have heard in other podcasts. ADHD is the same. Like I personally am not someone who would be called hyperactive, I don't think, all the time at least. Um, I'm not someone who's like, I guess, externally hyperactive but in my brain I probably am and the way it goes around in circles runs away <clears throat> I lose you know my big two ADHD traits are are probably in my personal opinion my lack of attention you know I've really struggled to have any attention at all on things you know or I can hyper focus for a while and then I get lost now, if, if you do hear of anything while I'm talking through this, I am currently in the Philippines. So uh, there are roosters crowing and people building and everything else. Um, but yeah, so, so going back to what I was saying is attention was a big one, plus impulse control. You know, I'm just so impulsive without any thought beyond the the actual future. And you know, that can be really, really hard and challenging because... It's such a big challenge in my life, and it's really hard sometimes to explain to people around you um, what it's like who may not be experiencing it. And you may have felt this of your ADHD. A lot of dyslexics have both traits at varying degrees. Um, and what I'm seeing a lot is it would make sense. The ADHD kind of makes the dyslexia, takes it to another level. But what I'm finding out and what I'm realizing is they're all kind of right-brained challenges. Um... And there are a lot of people suffering with similar similar things. So this has been really, you know, it's been challenging. Like it took me, I'll kind of go through the process with you. So I may have mentioned this before. Again, I can't remember. But, you know, um, I went to catch up with a friend who had had an, uh, an ADHD diagnosis later in life. I actually met two people, funny enough, two friends. Um, and one of the friends said one thing to me at the table. You know, it's interesting when someone can talk about it. He talked about it for an hour. And the only thing I really remembered, <laughs> oddly, was he said, 
If you find yourself tapping your foot a lot in meetings or when things feel like they're slowing down, it's a real big ADHD trait because it's about how do you speed yourself up again? Because it's it's like it's actually something it's like your body's trying to get faster because that's how it works. It's always rushing ahead. And I said to him at the time, no, that definitely does not happen to me. That's crazy. I would not do that. Um, you know, and then two days later, I kind of looked back and went, wow, I definitely do that. That's um, pretty crazy. And so um, that kind of started me on the journey to look, look things up. And I started watching some videos and looking at some of the characteristics. And yeah, it was quite interesting at how, how amazing, how, many I had so I finally bit the bullet and I've paid a specialist to diagnose me um, and the diagnosis was interesting it was a good you know the guy was really friendly he was a psychologist um, it was remarkable in my opinion how quick he could diagnose it they basically run you through questions and what he said is he said it's not it's not like getting a disease or something it's not like they can poke a needle in my arm and tell me what I've got it's basically psychology. So they've got to ask questions, listen for answers. Um, and they, they kind of look at three key areas with the diagnosis. Your family history. So they'll talk to you about your family. What are they like? Uh, your childhood is what they'll talk about for adults. Because a lot of diagnoses usually happen in childhood. And then they'll look at the adult symptoms and what you kind of fit into. And so we went through the process. Um, they also go through depression and anxiety just to find out where you fit in the scales kind of thing. And um, I was quite, yeah, basically at the end of that, he goes, yeah, I, I would, I, you've got a diagnosis of ADHD. It's pretty obvious. So that was, yeah, it was kind of a, you know, something you know is coming. And like, I must say, when I got diagnosed by him, I didn't have the big heart sink moment or the, you know, if you've ever been diagnosed, you get this kind of sinking stomach of realization. Um. And I had that more when I watched a video on ADHD. So for a day, I was kind of completely disorientated. And, you know, I, it was weird. Like, it just felt really uncontrollable, which was um, something I don't always like. I do like a bit of control. So I, my stomach just kind of sank. Um, and, yeah, I couldn't really do anything. I was just like, wow, into hide mode and overthinking mode again, as usual, with a lot of my life. But yeah, what was interesting, so at the end, he said, you know, a couple of things, definitely uh, food and and what you eat is going to be effective of, of what, of how bad it gets for you. You know, the healthier you are, the better it is for your mind. So it's something to consider. Secondly, he said, routine, routine, routine. You know, you have to build routines into your life um, more than others. And it kind of, it kind of makes sense. Like I've always looked at, at at the way I eat, for example, and I can become very routine with the patterns of food I eat. So, um, and that's not all the time, but when I'm in a good zone, I can eat the same thing for lunch and dinner for a week without even questioning it. No question, I'll just do it. And I kind of, I, I like it. It gives me a lot of, uh, it makes me not overthink it. I just do it. And so, and I know I get better results that way. So that was really interesting. And it, you know, I kind of had a feeling about that and it was good to have that confirmed. The next thing was, you know, he, he said, you know, medication will help it. The medication will help with impulse control, attention, um, and it's very quick acting. 
Now, I've not experienced this myself. I've always had this weird dislike of medication. I think, you know, you see all the stuff around pharmaceutical companies. So it was quite scary when he says, yeah, you, you could, you've got to give this a try, really. Um, but I said to myself, you know, you've got to do something different. You can't keep going down this path or you'll never move forward. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start trying the meds when I get back from the Philippines, um, which is in three or four days. Well, I'll be back and probably have them in my hand. Now, what I've learned about them is, is hey, they're very fast acting. So, you know, you'll get the results from them in the first day, pretty much. They, they come into your system and out of your system very quickly. Um, and you'll get an idea of what the side effects are for you. The thing with a lot of these drugs that I'm reading is they're so different for so many people. Some people can have remarkable benefits. Others can have nothing. It's very, um, very mixed um, on, on what they actually achieve. But the feeling I'm getting is they will work for me from talking to a few people. So, yeah, I'm quite excited to try it. You know, it could be, you, you sometimes feel like it could be a game changer. Um, so I'm going to be really clear with you guys. I'm going to do a couple more episodes on this as I go through the journey. Because I think it's really important. Like, um, I, I wouldn't surprise, I know already there's a lot of dyslexics and ADHD uh, mixtures in our Adult Dyslexia Secrets group on Facebook, and I'm sure a lot of you listening might have both. Some may know it, some might not know it, or you've definitely know someone who has it potentially. And I think it could be valuable just to ex share my experience because that's what this podcast is about. Like I'm, I'm a little fearful of the drugs. Like I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, we're gonna find out. Um, and hey, I'm just gonna share every little bit of experience because I know how valuable that is that you can join in on my journey and see how it works for me. So you can decide if you want to look at it, um, if you haven't already. But yeah, so that's what I wanted to share today, guys. It's a big, big one for me. Um, could be really game changing. So thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. Have a fantastic, epic day.